Hey man, is that the Rock News Weekly Podcast? Yeah man, well turn it up man! This is Rock News Weekly. Every week we bring you all the latest headlines in rock, metal, indie, grunge, alt, and classic rock news. This week's new releases, this week in music history trivia, movies, pop culture, and more. Now on to this week's episode. This week on the Rock News Weekly Podcast, week of December 12th, 2022, season four, episode number 48. This week we talk about Dolly Parton making good on her promise of a rock and roll album and announces some collaborators. Devil Driver parts ways with its drummer Austin Diamond and announces his replacement this week. Spencer Eldon is back with an appeal after Nirvana and the judge dismiss his lawsuit for a third time. Plus, this week in rock and roll history trivia, weekly WTF, and so much more. All of our links are up right now at rocknewsweekly.com and watch us live every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, twitch.tv slash rocknewsweekly. You should have sent him the prep sheet. <laughs> I did, I did. Oh, yeah. you did? Okay. <laughs> it's time for the Rock News Weekly Podcast. What's up, everybody? Chris here with uh, special guests David and Dahlia this week. What's up, guys? Uh, things are really beautiful out today. It's I know, a, it's, it's a, a beautiful day. day. It's, it's a good beautiful day. winter day. Yeah, so agree. Good to have you guys with us. Uh, we'll get to some stories of the week here. We got some trivia on the way, all that good stuff. So let's get to it this week of December 12th, 2022, Season 4, Episode 48. We were mentioning Dolly Parton making good on her promise. She was at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame ceremony uh, last month. We'll talk about uh, her promise that she's got um, some album collaborators that she's already announced that are going to be on her new rock and roll album. Uh, Devil Driver parting ways with drummer uh, Austin Diamond. Well, uh, it's all for a good reason, though. Uh, we'll talk about that and his replacement. Spencer Eldon is back with an appeal after Nirvana and Judge dismiss his lawsuit for the third time. That's the the baby on the Nirvana album cover, Nevermind. We'll get to that. Plus, this week in Rock and Roll History Trivia, Weekly WTF, all that good stuff, everything at rocknewsweekly.com. You can support us directly for $3.99 a month at anchor.fm slash rocknewsweekly slash subscribe. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, all at rocknewsweekly. We're on eight different platforms, Amazon, Audible, however you guys get it. And uh, ra- give us a rating, however you're listening uh, as well. So let's jump into the news. We got tour news to kick it off. Motley Crue announced some U.S. tour dates. So these are the first U.S. tour dates for next year. Um, it's a world tour that they're going on, but this is the first couple U.S. tour dates. It's mostly East Coast. It looks like Syracuse, New York, August 5th, um, Texas, Oklahoma, Nebraska. A couple dates in August. So uh, Hey, don't the- you forget Fargo. Though. Oh, that's right, Fargo. <laughs> At the Fargo Dome. At the Fargo Dome. Fargo Fargo I've been to Fargo. Yeah, it's a big cold dome, as hell. Eh? Yeah. It's a big, the biggest it's dome big in Fargo. <laughs> Stay nice and warm there. Yeah, Fargo, man. Probably doesn't get too many shows, so I bet you that's a pretty big deal. Right? <laughs> you know? It's probably the biggest rock show that's come to Fargo in a long time. I wonder if Steve Buscemi scares everyone away. <laughs> With his bloody hand. <laughs> he's taking your ticket well, the at foot. the door. He's, like, has a, he's got a foot in one hand. Yeah. Right? In the wood in chipper, the wood bouncing chipper, around. Right? <laughs> anyway, so yeah, there you go. Some tour dates. Uh, Molly Crew, of course, uh, with John 5 now uh, filling in for McMars. McMars had to step uh, step back. McMars not able to, to tour due to his uh, spinal condition. He has this kind of a degenerative disease it's unfortunate but so john, that did come to fruition it is john it's total five. yes it's mm-hmm. totally official now john five is the touring member of the band but mick mars will still 
be a member of Motley Crue. So okay. just for the tour, but as duties. like a consultant, <laughs> like, no, is he's he gonna play. He's playing. Oh. Yeah, no, he's playing. He's filling in for Mick Mars on the road. Okay. So Mick Mars is just gonna, I guess, be creatively involved in the band. Maybe. Oh um, God, to, like still, still as an honorary, yeah. right? Honorary member. Okay. Yep. And John Five just kind of uh, the working dude, uh, getting it done for the uh, for the tour. So there you go. Uh, also, Queensryche announced a big tour uh, with Marty Friedman and Tyrant. Uh, so this is mostly East Coast dates, but we do get some California days uh, on March 16th coming to Sacramento. I'm thinking it's Ace of Spades. So for oh, yeah. Queensryche fans, that'll be kind of cool. They're also in Las Vegas uh, in Nevada on the 18th. And then we have Anaheim and El Cajon in California. A couple dates there. I'm not familiar with those uh, venues in those cities, though. So there you go. Um, also, we have a couple other tour announcements this was an interesting 20-year anniversary of uh, Death Cab for Cutie as well as the Postal Service. They're both doing these albums, Give Up and Transatlanticism, in their entirety, performing each album on the tour, which is kind of unique. Um, coming up, it's not for a while, October 10th in Berkeley and October 13th in L.A. next year in 2023. So if you guys are fans of those bands, it uh, looks to be a kind of a big deal. Um, uh, some big albums for them, but... Uh, Hard I to believe. It's been 20 years already. Were you just going to say that? Yep, I was going to say hard to believe like, it's wow. been 20 years since these albums. I mean, yeah, what? So that would be 2003 that mm -hmm. that album came yeah, out. We were, like wow. 19, we were just out of 18. high school. And, you know, now they're celebrating their 20th anniversary on these uh, yeah. tours and albums, which is pretty wild. So there you go. That's kicking off in uh, Portland, Maine next year, September 8th. So fans of those groups, make sure you guys check it out on their websites. Bush rolling out some tour dates with Jerry Cantrell from Allison Train Allison Chains doing his uh, solo thing, and then Candlebox and Silver Sun pickups. So that's that's a pretty diverse lineup though yeah. I gotta say you know uh, Bush and all those bands there. Uh, looks like it's kick kicking off at Reno at the Grand Theatre or excuse me Grand Theatre at Sierra Grand Sierra Resort. And then oh, okay they kind of switch up the openers Candlebox only on a couple days, Silver Sun pickups only on a couple days as well. So mixing it up. Yep, uh, for January, February of next year. Chili Peppers rolling out tour dates. This is like this is always the time that a lot of bands roll out these tour dates yeah, this time of year. Yeah, a lot. A lot yeah. of tour announcements, right? I like Chili Peppers' uh, opening acts. He's they got Iggy Pop, The Strokes, The Roots, Saint Vincent, Thundercat, Mars Volta, and City in Color on a lot of those. That sounds like a good show. Yeah. So, but it's not all at one. <laughs> They're oh. all on different. Uh, you can see the little denotions here. Oh, okay. I was like, uh, right. is that, where's the legend? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> so, San Diego. So it looks like uh, strokes are only on these dates in April and May. But that's a pretty good pretty good little uh, run. And then a lot of these are all um, across the pond, so to speak, in June. Looks like they're in the Netherlands, Poland, Denmark, Belgium, Austria. I'd want to see a little festival with all of those bands. <laughs> that would I, nice. I gotta take my son to see the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I realized the other day that I, I've been doing him a really big disservice. I haven't been playing the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, for yeah. Him. The other day he he picked up some YouTube video of Flea, just on the bass, and doing was like, bass "Dad, solo. have you ever seen this?" <laughs> You're like, "Have I?" Yeah, he was. I mean, he was. He was amazed. Yeah, it was the one awesome. thing that could get him away from basketball YouTube videos. <laughs> it was, was Flea playing, playing the bass, the bass right? That's, that's it was killer. Have you gotten him into? Is he playing any instruments or he, anything? He plays the ukulele, and oh, we're trying wow. to get him transitioned transitioned over to the uh, 
to the guitar. He's nice. he's he's working on it. So cool. That's he's cool. a lot better than I am at any. Instrument, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> How old is he? He's thirteen. Oh yeah, oh, wow. that's perfect age Ooh, for that. Yep. Right on. Well, I hope he gets into whatever he's going to get into. That sounds yeah. cool. Um, all right, some more rock news this week. Uh, Devil Driver parts ways with their drummer Austin Diamond, but it's all for a good reason. Check this out. It says this is the statement from the band. Quote, Up to uplifting news here. Always sad to part with a brother, but in this case, we could not be more proud. Austin Diamond has been offered a very lucrative spot at his sobriety clinic to head up the program, helping to get people sober, and we're proud of the steps he's taken in his own life to get sober and also to help others with their struggles. Uh, so, very cool, but, you know, if you got to leave a band, I think it's for the right reasons for something like that, you know? And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think maybe got a lot of those guys realize they have a strong connection with these people that will listen to them they're like dude you're the drummer from devil driver man what are you doing in this clinic and he's like you know i feel passionately about it i want to help people and make that connection so i think that's pretty neat kind of gives another uh meaning to the to the name devil driver (laughs) that's right right. driving out driving it on out of here (laughs) get on out of there yeah, that, no, that's pretty awesome. It says, um, Austin adds, quote, I'm very grateful for my time playing uh, for Devil Driver, and the experience was price, priceless. These friendships will last forever, and I have nothing but love for all my brothers. I wish them many more years of giving the fans the most necessary shred. What did he do? Well, he's actually a drummer, like, so we went, yeah, I was, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. All right, wish him the best. That's cool, though. Sounds like he's doing it for the right reasons. Speaking of doing things for the right reasons, this is the exact opposite, I believe, of that. As the Nirvana baby, Spencer Eldon, the man who's on the cover of Nirvana's Nevermind album, the little naked baby that's uh, making a big stink about it now. Uh, he's had all this time, but now he's, uh, he's this is his third lawsuit here, uh, and he's doing the appeal now because they kicked it out of court already. He's appealing the decision. Uh, back in September, the suit, which was brought on by Eldon, who was seeking damages over the cover art, was dismissed by U.S. District Court judge for the third and final time. So according to Loudwire in his original suit, Eldon, who was just four months old when the photo was used for their Nirvana album cover, cited the unlawful conduct used to create the photo had caused him permanent harm, calling the usage of the photo child pornography. So just on the surface of that, like, do you guys think that that's a... Uh kind of a valid claim that he's pursuing now or do you think it's like he really is coming from a place of like this caused him permanent harm or do you think it's he's just trying to cash in or that's that's a tough one how do you remember like what were his parents uh part in that well so from what i remember the story going something along the lines of his parents basically just like let they didn't sign the the legal things that they needed to sign, and his parents were kind of sketchy, a maybe bit negligent, on and that. just kind of being negligent about it. And now that he's older, he realized, hey, you know, my parents used me in this situation, and I'm not cool with that or whatever. And I don't know, man. I I think he's got some a little bit of something there. Yeah. Spin recorded uh, reported in the new court documents that Eldon's lawyers have been claiming that the judge presiding ruled an error concerning the statute of limitations on the case because the harm suffered to Eldon from the photo is ongoing. They also cited Marsha's or Masha's law, which allows child pornography victims to seek monetary damages into adulthood. So that's mm. what they're using for this new mm. The the one thing that does kind of it's it's 
who would have known that that was him unless he told right right <laughs> exactly i don't see how people on the street are coming up hey it's the nirvana it's the baby, nirvana, baby. <laughs> have you have you matured <laughs> <laughs> like i don't see how that's a thing but i don't know Oh my might, God. Yeah, might be shooting himself in the foot a little bit. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. That's a tough one. That's a real tough well, one. Well, it's going to play out in court again uh, as he makes this appeal. It'll be his last chance. I mean, this is this seems like the last hurrah for him. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Dolly Parton making good on her rock and roll album promise with Stones and Zeppelin's covers. And she's got some people on on this album. So check it out. Dolly Parton is, excuse me, is a woman of her word. After stating intentions to record a rock album during her Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction speech, the country icon is sharing more details about the project and when fans can expect to rock out with Dolly. So she said all this on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon this past week. She revealed the album will be titled Rockstar and be available around fall of 2023. The album will feature covers of iconic rock songs, including Prince's Purple Rain, The Rolling Stones' I Can't Get No Satisfaction, Led Zeppelin's Stairway to Heaven, and Skinner's Freebird. According to Dolly, guest appearances are not off the table. She hopes to welcome a number of guests to fully embrace her inner rock star. She says, quote, Honestly, I was sincere. I didn't mean to start any controversy when they said they wanted to put me in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I always thought that was for people who spent their whole life working to be in rock and roll. You don't see Led Zeppelin in the Country Music Hall of Fame. I found out it was more than that. So when I realized what it was, I decided to accept graciously. I'm very honored, very proud. So what do you guys think? Sound uh, interesting? I, I love Dolly Parton. She's a killer. She's, yeah, she's, she's, just she's, awesome. she's good all the way around. I I wonder, though, because, you know, her adding her, her style to the rock genre, is mm-hmm. it going to change the way she does things in the future? No, nah, I think this is going to be your chance to have fun. I think, you know, and, and kind of do stuff that maybe she wanted to do, but... I think she'll always have the direction of so her sort of like a Christmas roots. album. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well said. Yeah. I was good. wondering um, before you said it was going to be a cover album. I'm like, are these going to be originals? And if so, what is it going to sound like? <laughs> is it going to be weird? I'm glad that it's covers. I'm glad it's covers because that, like, that would have been lame. I, I think you know. It, like, yeah, I don't think it would. I'm a rootin' tootin' rocker, and I'm <laughs> yeah, like what? <laughs> I'm here to say I'm Dolly Parton. <laughs> You know, uh, who knows, right? Like, is she gonna right. do any, any ballads? Well, I mean, Stairway to Heaven's kind of a yeah, ballad, a little bit, uh, and Purple Rain, maybe. Yeah. I'd like I to hear some. I'd like to see that. some meatloaf in there. Oh, there <laughs> yeah. you go. Yes. <laughs> maybe uh, some Deicide, some Testament. Maybe she'll do some Slayer. Oh, you know? <laughs> some <laughs> South South of Heaven, something like that. You know, oh my System God. of the Down. Yeah, System oh of a Down, God. Chop Suey. I can see her doing that. <laughs> <laughs> with a guest appearance from Serge Tankian. Oh, Slipknot. that would be awesome. Yeah, Slipknot. I know. Yeah, Slipknot. With Clown. She'll get Sean Clown Crayhan in there and do Slipknot's uh, Psychosocial. No, that would be awesome. Oh, my God. Uh, Dolly's Can you awesome, imagine though. the views she would get doing something wild Oh, like my that. God. She's so cool, though. She yeah, can pull she it is. off. She's, good. She's a good sport. Um, unfortunate that Aerosmith had to cancel their Vegas residency dates this past week. Steven Tyler's illness, I guess. They canceled the whole thing. Yeah, so they mm-hmm. they they said they were trying to just cancel individual dates. Yeah. One of the shows was only hours away, so I mean, imagine that you're like in the hotel, you've already got off the plane, you're there to see him. You're like, all right, mm-hmm. show's gonna be in a couple hours, and they're like, sorry, folks, we gotta 
Cancel. Oh, man. Um, oh, I yeah. would have been so disappointed. So it was on the advice of doctors. Similar announcement was made earlier in the week. Canceled two other shows, so now they just canceled the rest of the... Well, hopefully he's all right, residency. and it's not like a fentanyl situation like Well, he, he did go into rehab last year. Yeah. Um, so I, I know that... I, I think he... And it was something along those lines that he was kind of taking pills and um, maybe still drinking and kind of partying. So hopefully he gets better. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, not worse. All right, here's the photo. You remember the this? Danny Carey one? Yeah, Danny Carey from Tool. So this is Danny Carey from Tool, the drummer. And he was arrested at a um, Kansas City International Airport. Um, it was last year. Uh, so now he's scheduled for his court hearing this week, December 15th, over this alleged incident. So if you're looking at the photos there. Are you sure that's not David Crosby? <laughs> I know. It is not a Coke Field David right. Crosby. That is Tool Danny Carey. Um, so this was alleged assault at the airport. TMZ posted the video at the time where Carey can be heard berating the officers and telling the person filming him to videotape all of this. The musician kept asking one of the officers, who did I assault? And exclaiming, I just want to get the F out of here. At the end of the video, the two officers could be seen pushing Carey against a glass wall. One officer can uh, ordering Carrie not to get too close to them. The officers then put cuffs on him. Officer telling the drummer to quit resisting now. So he's going to court for this incident this week. So I guess we'll see it, what happens from it. But you could tell it escalated pretty pretty darn quick. Yeah. And it's unusual. He seems like a pretty cool guy, but he just doesn't like authority or cops or something. I don't know. And maybe it was a case of don't you know who I am? You know. Yeah. No one knows who you are. I mean, he does look like a totally... He looks like a homeless man, to be honest. <laughs> He'd be panhandling out in front of the... Uh, what, what is He's that jersey? He's got a football jersey. Like, yeah. It's a Kansas City jersey. Maybe it's a Kansas, Kansas City. City one. Could yeah. be a Chiefs. It's red. He was in Kansas City. Yeah. Who knows? Um, all right. Well, we'll see what happens there. He'll, he'll be in court this week. Oh, God. All right. So we got some rock birthdays this week to get to. So let's get to those rock birthdays. It's rock birthday time. Rock birthdays of the week. Dahlia, it's your favorite part. I don't have my glasses on, though. Come on, you help, can see help that. Help a sister out. All right, come on, you can see that. All right, rock birthdays this week. Jacob Dylan, lead singer of the Wallflowers, son of Bob Dylan, turns 53 this week. Happy 53, birthday. that's right. Rocking out to a couple of those songs last night. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Trey Cool, drummer from Green Day, turns 50 this week. Still 50. looking great. That's crazy. Huh? The big 50 for Trey Cool. That's wow. cool. He mm -hmm. looks good, though. All right, Phil Collin, guitarist of Def Leppard, turns 65 this he's week. He's the one with always, uh, he, d he doesn't have his shirt on whenever he's playing. He's like so he's rocked out. He's got like that little. He's like all. Oh, he's like, waxed. <laughs> yeah, he's like shiny and waxed <laughs> and muscular. And he's like, dude, what the heck, Phil Collin? Yeah. He's 65, though. I mean, he, yeah. he looks awesome for his age. Yep. So good for him. All right, Bobby Elliott, drummer of the Hollies, turns 81 this week. Nikki Six, bassist of Motley Crue, turned 64 this week. That's right. A lot of December birthdays. I know. Daryl Jones, a bassist. Bill Wyman's replacement in the Rolling Stones, 61 this week. Chester Thompson, the drummer of Genesis, 74 this week. Yep. 
Great drummer. Meg White, the drummer of the White Stripes, turns 48 this week. Happy birthday, Meg. Happy birthday, Meg. So we got some trivia to get to. It's time for trivia, so let's get to it. Trivia time. This week in rock and roll history. Trivia. All right, this week in rock and roll history trivia. We got a double edition today, guys. We have two trivia questions to get to. The first one. This week in 1969, all right, all the way back to 1969, this musician testifies at his trial for possession of hashish and heroin in Toronto Supreme Court. He testified that he had smoked pot four times, hashish five times, taken LSD five times, and snorted cocaine twice. He has the as now outgrown drugs. After eight hours of deliberations, the jury finds him not guilty. Who was it that was in court this week? Was it A, Keith Richards, B, Jimi Hendrix, C, Jerry Garcia, or was it D, David Rutten, Tootin, Cocaine Shootin', Wilford Brimley, Coke Stash, Crosby? <laughs> is is this a trick question? Yeah. I thought it was uh, Jordan Peterson. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Jordan Peterson. Okay, in 1969. Fine. Okay, okay. Uh... Your guess, babe. I accidentally scrolled down too far when I was oh, looking okay. at well, the then prep sheet, so I already know the answer. Uh, of course you do. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was like hoping that you wouldn't have, you would have removed that. 69. I'm going to go with Jerry Garcia. Jerry Garcia, 1969 in Toronto. That's a good guess. It's not David Root and Tootin' Cocaine oh. Shooting Wilford Brimley Coke Stash Crosby, <laughs> but it is James Hendrix. That's right. Look at here's a picture of him, his mugshot, 1969. There, uh, Jimi Hendrix, and here's a picture of him in court too, from the Toronto the Star. Toronto Star, when he was uh, sitting there in court over this, but they found him not guilty. So that is a lovely photograph. Isn't that great? I think it's great. <laughs> Through the door, yeah. And got <laughs> candid. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sneaky. Really good composition. Yeah. All right, so we got one more uh, one more trivia question for you guys here. This week in 1971, this was kind of crazy. Uh, this musician fractures his skull and breaks one of his legs in several places after being pushed off the stage and into the orchestra pit in London by the jealous boyfriend of a female fan. Yeah. Which musician was it that fell and got hurt here? Was it A, Ozzy Osbourne, B, Frank Zappa, C, Eric Clapton, or was it D, David, I'll sleep with your wife on a pile of cocaine <laughs> with a six-shooter Crosby? Well, where do you come up with this? I don't know. I don't I don't make these things. These are Why just historical Why would a six-shooter? Why would he do that? I don't know. That's it's, coercive. It's, it's, it's intimidating, right? Uh, yeah, you know what? I if that yeah, I would say it's David Crosby. <laughs> you That's think so? Funny. I would hit him. Yeah, could be. Could be. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I don't Did you know. see the answer for this one, I too? I didn't see the answer All right, for good. this one. All right. Um, when I saw the Jimi Hendrix one, I was like, oh, I'm going to stop right there. Jealous boyfriend of a female fan rushed up on the stage I'm and like pushed him at, off, like, off the so stage. So he was on the stage. Yeah, he there was performing. There was an orchestra. So yeah. who, is, out of these Yeah, who items, exudes who would, that energy, right? Yeah. Hey, I'll, I'll tell Frank you what. Frank Zappa? I'll, I'll give you a hint. I'm going to show so you. who would have an orchestra at their show? So I'm going to show you the picture. Oh, Eric I'm going to show you the picture first, okay? 
Oh, oh, well, I had the answer right there. But oh, I didn't see it. I didn't see it, but now I know that I was right. It's Frank Zappa. <laughs> yes. Oh. Frank Zappa. Here's a picture of him. Oh, I see it. Uh, the guy, he fell off the stage. Here's the orchestra wow. pit. It's like a, it looks pretty bad, right? Like in terms of that orchestra pit to fall. Oh, orchestra pit. I that thought would there was be, an orchestra. Here was that, 71? 71. Here's a picture of him after the incident with oh, his wow. broken leg. Not very happy about it. Imagine really nice that. socks, though. <laughs> he does have some very stripy socks. I wonder socks, what right? color they were. I know. I'm going to go with yellow and brown and white. Maybe. Yeah, I red, feel like white, and blue. blue. I think oh, red, yeah, red, red, white, and blue, blue maybe. <laughs> I feel like blue, yellow, and white. It, All right. That's a good. That's good. Like New it. rock and metal albums in less than 30 seconds. Dahlia, take it away oh, God. for December 9th. Here they are. All right. We have got Crosses, Deathless Legacy, Kaipa, Krilloin, Lionhearts, <laughs> Dreammakers, Snapcase, Tailgunner, Thousand Below, Tommy DeCarlo, various artists. Dark side of the is that their name? Various art. Anyway, it's, no, Wind it's, Rose, it's, Wind Rose, and Woods of Des <laughs> Desolation. I like, I like this one that sounds totally out of place. Like Tommy, Tommy DiCarlo <laughs> dancing in the moonlight. Isn't that Tommy DiCarlo? It's like a TikTok. <laughs> uh, isn't that a TikTok celebrity? I don't know. Oh, Who knows? is it? It just sounds really out of place. Besides Scream Maker, Snapcase, Tail Gunner, Tommy DiCarlo in the moonlight. <laughs> dancing in the moonlight. Oh my, God. my new album. Yeah, Tommy, you're gonna you love it. The jukebox, yeah? <laughs> you're gonna love it. All right, let's play. Uh, let's play an ad real quick as we get ready for the next part here. Let's do. Uh, let's do some uh, ball jack country. Here we go. And now a message from one of our sponsors. When you're about to saddle up and tread that rusty terrain, you need a brand of drink you can rely on. And when you reach across to grab that drink from your compadre on that dusty trail, it's better be something that's made from the heart. That logo. When you open up that mix of taurine Stop and tiger tears, it with the hand. know that Ball Jack is there with you. Hell yeah! America. Ball Jack has been disputedly bringing its tasty, energizing mix to the mouths of dusty trailblazers like you since 1863. You're goddamn right! Don't leave your dusty trailmate hanging. Reach over and grab his ball jack. He's waiting for you to quench that dusty trailblazing thirst with his ball jack. Woo! Ball Great. jack, the drink of dusty trailblazers. Reach for it today. It is refreshing, let me tell you. Uh, just sometimes mm. on that hot, dusty trail, just nothing satisfies like a ball jack. Uh, movie TV and gaming news this week. This was interesting. Ice Cube says he they he just they need to give him the rights to the Friday movies. Basically, he's uh, he's talking about this on a recent episode of Mike Tyson's podcast. He says that he's fighting Warner Brothers right now for the rights to the Friday franchise. He co-wrote the original film with DJ Pooh, wrote the scripts for all the next Friday, Friday after next. A fourth movie is tentatively uh, titled Last Friday. Tyson asked him if he consider paying Warner Brothers for the rights. He says, I ain't putting up S for it. F no. They need to give it to me. They're going to make money. I'm not about to pay for my own stuff. That's stupid. They need to do the right thing. Get it to us. Let us turn it into more money and make the fans happy. We can do a lot with it. And I think it's like a lot. There's a lot of things like this where Warner Brothers gets their claws into these guys early on in their career and maybe had some kind of legal loophole to where they own it somehow, but I don't know. I mean, it sounds like he's the whole creative force behind it. He's got ideas of what he wants to do with it. What are you guys saying? I mean, he should have some rights. He co-wrote 
yeah. films. I, how does he not? I know. Uh, I we guess it was the 90s made some poor choices. I don't That's know. What I'm saying. I like how you said uh, I ain't putting S up for it as if you're on the air at your work. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> it's just a, it's a habit yeah. of not saying those things <laughs> as I'm recording. <laughs> Even though the podcast is, you know, it's free to say what we want. It's still, <laughs> anyway, it's a habit. Sorry. What do you think, David? Do you, think you know, it, this is, this, I just, so many times you hear this story. I know. Uh, it's just, you know, Tribe Called Quest. And there's just, like so many people that this happens to. Yep. And it, you know, I, I feel for them on, on this. I feel yeah. like there should be, uh, you know, you create something and, and yeah. you want to do with it what you want to do and you want credit for it. But you got this but, 1990 contract. That yeah. Yeah, that, you know, you're just written. starting out. You want to yep. get, you and you're just get like, some, oh, okay, you know? that's a good deal, but yeah. you don't realize it at the time, right? What it becomes, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. very true. It's a, um, it's a cult classic at this point. Yeah, and it made a lot more than they projected, right? Yeah. Um, gaming news this week: Microsoft pledging to put Call of Duty on Nintendo Switch. This is uh, the first time since 2013 that Activision and Call of Duty have done a game on the Nintendo Switch. So it's kind of a big deal. First time in 10 years. Uh, now they've supposedly entered into this 10-year commitment. They're going to bring Call of Duty titles to Nintendo consoles for the next 10 years. Xbox uh, boss Phil Spencer shared the news, and so yeah, it's coming. So kind of a big deal for uh, Call of Duty and Warzone, as well as uh, all the Nintendo people finally getting uh, some Call of Duty games on Nintendo. I gotta say, Nintendo's uh, game selection hasn't really been that great for adults, so this will be something that hopefully can change that for the better, better choices and stuff. News from around the world this week. This was kind of crazy. Hurricane uncovered a shipwreck on the Florida beach. Did you guys hear about this? Mm-mm. It's an old shipwreck from the 19th century. Massive wooden structure uncovered by beach erosion. The ship had been lying deep under the sand on Daytona Beach until Hurricane Nicole uncovered it over Thanksgiving weekend. <sighs> Archaeologists are busy measuring and sketching the remains of the ship, but it will remain where it is until the forces of nature rebury it. But kind of crazy we're seeing stuff like that around the world with like erosion and droughts and stuff and i remember seeing like they found some old dinosaur bones and things like that stuff they haven't seen in tens of thousands of years yeah (laughs) full-on cities full-on ships that right there on you know daytona beach that's been buried for uh you know a couple hundred years and now it's starting to come up i know they found the spanish maid <laughs> <laughs> yes jack sparrow's probably in there you might take up a bit of gold doubloons <laughs> <laughs> man that's cool though uh they they said they found the one from the goonies too that the goonies was based on in oregon supposedly there was this with one-eyed willies yeah boat oh, yeah wow. one eye they may one-eyed willie could be there he could still be there so <laughs> anyway all right did you guys hear about all this stuff with TikTok and China and a bunch of states have banned the installation of TikTok app on government-issued devices? Concerns how its Chinese owner harvests and uses the data from its users. Indiana is suing TikTok, which is called the company that makes it is called ByteDance, for allegedly uh, misleading its users about the Chinese government's capacity to access their data over child safety concerns. The White House is even in talks with TikTok's owners over an agreement to address national security issues. So do you guys think that's kind of just been overblown? Or do you think that this is a real thing that, you know, there's 100, it says 130 million active users in the U.S. on TikTok. And supposedly the data could be uh, compromised. Well, they've been saying that for (coughs) a year and a half. 
right? The same thing. So yeah. I guess it's just resurfacing. Well, it's, uh, I guess they're trying to make it official now. The White mm -hmm. House is in talks to to address this, but I don't know. I mean, it kind of reminds me of Google. Yeah. <laughs> just in the flip. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Very true. You remember the whole thing about the Chinese government not allowing you to have Google right. and, and other uh, services in China, and now we're sort of doing the the other side of it. It's almost so, the opposite. Yeah, we don't want Chinese products because we don't trust them. Yeah, yeah. So who knows, right? Um, that was good news that uh, Brittany Griner uh, is back, uh, but that was pretty crazy that we had to trade her for Victor Bout, a convicted arms dealer nicknamed the Merchant of Death, who served 10 years of a 25-year sentence in U.S. prison, and we had to give him up in order to get this basketball-playing woman back. What she didn't she have like some CBD oil yeah, or something? Yeah, it was like that? So, something so stupid. It's like muscle relaxant. Yeah. <laughs> After ten months of imprisonment, and that's so crazy, man. Ah, finally, that she's uh, back with her family and her yeah, wife. Yeah, that's, just that's good. good. News, so let's just leave it at that. But just wild, man. Oh yeah, did you guys hear about this AI bot? They're saying could replace Google in the next couple years. This state-of-the-art AI chat bot is so sophisticated. It could render search engines, not to mention countless jobs, obsolete. It was unveiled last week by the OpenAI company, and it's called ChatGPT. It's already amassed more than 1 million users with its advanced functions, with ranging from instantaneously composing complex essays and computer code to drafting marketing pitches and interior decorating schemes. In fact, ChatGPT's capabilities have sparked fears that Google might not have an online search monopoly for much longer. Isn't that crazy? Have you heard of that? Ah, uh, yeah, it's terrifying. <laughs> I haven't. As like a teacher, do you think it's like something now that's like like something that you legitimately have to worry about your kids doing or students rather like using stuff like this to do essays where you can't even tell now who's who's writing what? Yeah, I mean, I I I, ho I heard an advertisement about two years ago for a service that writes essays, and. You know, come on. Yeah. What the heck? That's like so blatant, right? Just like, yeah. So, I mean, I guess just as long as they uh, keep paying me something. <laughs> <laughs> right? Crazy, though, man. Maybe yeah, Google uh, will come up with their own Drafting chat. computer code. I mean, stuff like that is like, that used to be a very specialized field of, of work that people went to, you know, very specialized schools for. And now it's like. Well, we can have this chat GPT bot do the whole code for my my website or my company. What's the name of that movie? Uh, Wall-E. Yeah, oh, Wall-E. Yeah. Pretty soon, this chair will just have a, a little extender with a thing that holds a big gulp. <laughs> and I'll just drink that and like, kind of wait for like other robots to bring me food. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. All right, we got a couple more here. This was a good story, but kind of crazy. Look at this good boy, him, poor dog. He survived this dog, Casper. A pack of eight wolves ganged up on this dog, this oh. sheep dog, Casper, and he was able to take on the entire group and killed them all in a fight to the death. After the fight went down, Casper's owner says he was nowhere to be found, started to get worried. Two days later, he came home, and he was very injured, right? Well, they started to go fund me, it raised over $15,000 to cover all of his hospital bills and everybody. Was My gosh. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Killed eight wolves? Yes. 
This sheep it's like dog. a Chuck Norris dog. I know. I know. It is Chuck Norris <laughs> incarnate in this dog. Oh my god. Yeah. Or it's like Chuck Norris's Horcrux. <laughs> <laughs> so, good job, Casper. Wow. Uh, Casper from Georgia, the sheepdog, took on eight coyotes and killed them all. Pretty awesome. Pretty okay, bad. this is the last story of the week. A man rescued from a California wilderness after surviving for two weeks on a jar of salsa. And look, and look at how close this is to us. This is in Big Bear Big Lake. Bear Lake. Big Bear Lake. Yes. <laughs> so a stranded hiker managed to survive on his own for two weeks in the Southern California wilderness until he was discovered by a couple on their camping trip. Here's a picture they say of the helicopter where they actually like. Uh, this was an area where he he was at, where they not where they found him exactly. But this is an area where, where they had to try and find a place to land. So this is a couple. Another couple was out there. She, uh, Allison Scott said her and her boyfriend decided to go camping the day after Thanksgiving, right? They decided to camp in a spot between Big Bear Lake and Ang- Angelus Oaks. Angelus Oaks? I don't know. But what started as a fun camping trip quickly, quickly turned into a rescue mission. We were underneath a flight path. They saw a plane going over, right? And an airplane went pretty low, and we heard someone yelling for help. She said that person was a man named Eric. We end up finding him. My boyfriend is looking over the ridge and calling out, Hey, I see you, Scott said. He had a stick with a water bottle trying to signal. He couldn't walk. His feet were extremely swollen and infected just from walking so much and possibly the cold where he was. The hiker told the couple he was from Oceanside, and he had been there for two weeks after he got lost. Eric told him he survived off half a jar of salsa. When we did find him, he said it's the, it's a Thanksgiving miracle. God. Scott contacted 911, and a helicopter came within 15 minutes. Helicopter rescued Eric, but Scott said she was tracking him down to make sure he was okay. There was other pictures, and I forgot to, to get them, but, like, pictures of her at her campsite with this guy, and then the helicopter is rescuing him. And they just thought it was a regular camping trip, and the dude just, like, comes out of nowhere. Been stranded out there for two weeks. Well, you know, I, I just want to know. Where did he get the salsa? <laughs> did he have it already, or did you find it somewhere? I know. Because, I mean, if you're going Tell out there, and like, Dude, why didn't you bring some chips? Yeah, <laughs> right? Why just a half a jar of salsa? Yeah. Um, but he survived two weeks on that. I've also heard of like people surviving on those hot sauce packets. Oh, the guy that in an amp- he got Yeah, he got stuck in and snowed ambulance. into his car in an avalanche, and, and he had hot sauce packets in his car. And he was able to survive for like more than a week off of just hot sauce packets. <laughs> and and then he did he I mean did he have another jar for <laughs> like yeah there. who knows how long was it oh, over a week the the guy in from, his car yeah supposedly he yeah. had a tummy ache in there oh yeah oh, God. I bet it smelled pretty bad it in there it smelled pretty bad in there some hot sauce fun that was going on oh no well I'm glad he's better yeah and and always bring a jar of salsa on your hiking trip guys yeah yeah. The, the, yeah yeah that's the moral of the story well, at least the bears were in hibernation what keeps the blood flowing maybe that's he keeps the blood yeah. flowing uh, yeah right. yeah could have yeah and it was just it's enough to sweaty. sustain him. Yeah, the capsaicin and all that stuff. They say it's good for yeah. you. Yeah. All right, guys, that's it for us this week. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Rock News Weekly. Check us out, rocknewsweekly.com. And watch us when we go live. Chat with us some more every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, twitch.tv slash rocknewsweekly. Uh, we're on YouTube. Subscribe to us for our uh, videos. We upload them every week. And if you enjoyed our pos- uh, podcast episode, however you're listening, please rate it in the Apple and Google stores. We appreciate it. And we'll see you guys next week. All right? Have a good one. Peace. See you later. See ya. And now a message from one of our sponsors. 
Oh, hey, Charles. What's up? Oh, hey, Chris. Hey, Slugger. You look down. What's wrong? I don't know, Chris. Things just haven't been going well for me. My energy seems low. I can't focus at the office. I have trouble feeling powerful like I used to. My arms seem a little saggy. Yesterday, I stared at a bridge for six hours from the roof of a stranger's car. When they asked me to get down, I screamed the name Bette Midler at them several times. I just feel lousy. I don't know what's wrong. Well, I know what's wrong, champ. You do? Yeah. You're not getting enough fortification to those bones with the nutritional content in crow's milk. Huh? That's right, crow's milk. Here, try some. Okay. Mmm. <laughs> Thick. Sure it is. Crow's Milk blends the perfect amount of nutrient-fortified crow's eggs with dairy-based products we all enjoy. It's like a drink in a way, but in a way, it's not like a drink at all. Right. And the patented flavor and energy crystals resting deep inside that bottle of cool, refreshing crow's milk gives you the fight you need to pump those muscles up like a crow. Energy crystals like sugar? Sure, and remember, crow's milk is specifically designed to give you a unique charge of protein with amino acids that do something like science-y for you. Yeah, I can feel the charge right now. It really gives you an I-don't-give-a-fuck attitude. Well, okay. So, Charles, how do you feel now? I mean, I mean like, 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 deep, deep down? down? Really I reach in there, you know, think, think about, about it. it. Like guar lyrics, Chris. Yeah, good. Now go get them, slugger. And remember, crow's milk can be used as shampoo as well to help replenish those nasty hair follicles. Huh? Crow's milk, available upon request in most countries. Buy it today. <laughs>